Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 35, the spine chilling edition. <laughs> Halloween is upon us. I guys. know, big week. Oh my goodness, such a big week. And we just thought it would be the perfect time and opportunity to delve into our um, crime loving. Um, selves, selves yeah right? oh my gosh we, we are those crime junkies just like all I the know. good podcasts out there we like love a good story <laughs> it's so true we love our svu and oh our law and order dateline <laughs> dateline every weekend i know it's so true so before i get to the rundown um let me just first um say thank you to everybody who's listening and if you do enjoy the show um hop on over and give us a rating and review it really helps us get seen by other um, listeners and promote the podcast. We really appreciate the mention. And if you have anything fun to say, we might even mention it on a on a future episode. Absolutely. Um, and make sure you subscribe. All right. Well, let's get into what we are talking about. So we're going to start off with some like fun Halloween facts. And the point here is really like some fun things you can share with your kids yeah. that maybe you didn't know, right? Yes. So we're going to hit you with some of those. And then as I was kind of researching for this episode, um, I came across a lot of really bizarre laws that are out there across the United States. Yeah, I can't wait to hear these because I, I mean, I do hear kind of weird stuff and I can't get over it. Oh my gosh, it kind of blew my mind. I was like, what? I kept being like, no, what? What? No. So um, get ready for that. And then I think we have to talk about how you met your husband. I know. Halloween's kind of a special yeah. you know, time for us. So, so yeah, we're going to hear that story. Yeah, hopefully. absolutely. We're packing a lot in here. I know. And then we're going to plow through. I know we are. And then we are going to tell our, our scariest, creepy stories. Creepiest yeah. story. Yeah. Yours happens to be what my, you call well, it? my husband's story. He, but it's just, it is spine chilling every time I'm like, Ooh. yeah. So it's just kind of a creepy family experience they yeah. had. And then mine is about a like unsolved murder. Well, they think it's a murder, an unsolved disappearance that happened in my small town of Gilmer, Texas yeah. back and in I, 1992. And if you're around East Texas, um, you have heard of Kelly Wilson and it has been on Dateline and every single yes, show I you can't can imagine. wait to hear more details about yeah, this. So I'm going to tell you about the Kelly Wilson disappearance and it's super interesting. So, and then we're going to wrap it up with the hit and miss. Awesome. Of the okay. Well, let's just jump right in. Um, fun facts. Okay. Well, um, first of all, did you know the main colors for Halloween are orange and black. Did you know where they come from? No, I, I totally know. Okay, so orange obviously comes from being the color that's associated with fall, right? Okay. And like the Pumpkins, harvest. Yeah. And black is because it's associated with death and darkness. Yeah. yeah. Which is bizarre. It's just um, right. I know. I'm not going to go into like why Halloween is what it is. But long story short, it was brought over here by um, immigrants to the U.S. Yes. And it didn't really gain popularity, which shocked me until like the 1920s. Oh, really? Isn't that crazy? All Hallows Eve. Did, yeah, I mean, is that kind of, kind of like off that? Like you can go read about it, but it was super interesting. And it started off actually as more of like a trick holiday, like not like an April Fool's Day type thing. Yeah, like, um, but like kind of mean spirited, mm -hmm. like you would kind of do literally. Yeah. And I guess back <laughs> east from what I've kind of read is they still have a lot of problems with like pranks and like really tricksters you know well remember we were just even mentioning there was like a two or three years ago with the clown thing yeah how that got kind of carried away and they were like causing Same. lots of trouble or like i can't even remember were they like hurting people or just causing problems and wearing clown costumes you know i don't remember it but was they, creepy that they was were weird. they were not like haha -ha clowns oh no they were like the it clowns Murder and they would like clowns. be out around the neighborhoods and it was like a thing for a while yeah that was, was creepy. bizarre um and then funny enough it, it said that Halloween, well, first of all, Halloween is the biggest grossing holiday after Christmas. Okay, yeah, for sure. And I think last year it brought in $8 billion. Oh, interesting. With a B. Wow. Yep. Um, Halloween is the third biggest party day after New Year's Day. And what do you think the second one is? St. Patrick's Day. Super Bowl Day. Super Bowl, really? Yeah, okay, okay. Um, and then lastly, I'm just going to tell you how trick-or-treating came about. It started out in the Middle Age over in Europe. Yep. Really? It's been around that long. Oh okay. my gosh. In Europe. And it's when 
the poor people of the time would dress up in costumes and go door to door begging for food and money in exchange for like, you know, prayers or, or something. No, but they say they would like do dances or like little skits or something trying yes. to get money and food essentially. So that's where the the costumes and the trick or treating what we do now kind of evolved from. Isn't oh that my gosh. funny? Well, and that makes sense. Like yeah. totally peasants just begging for some something, yeah. a treat or food at all. So bizarre. Wow. I know. Interesting. I thought that was so weird. No, those are really good. And there really are like so many crazy facts about Halloween that you should just go read. I'm not going to beat you down with them here. But yeah, you need to go read up on it. It's kind of funny. Um, okay, let's get into the weird laws. So first of all, okay, if you live in Bellevue, Illinois, you are not allowed to wear a mask at all if you're over the age of 12 years old. Over the age of 12? That's it. Oh, you wow. You can face up to six months in jail. Oh, my. Oh my god! Can you believe that? Well, and that's funny because I feel like a lot of like the teenagers, that's all they do is like throw on a mask right. and pretend they're, well, not pretend, but like be trick-or-treaters when they're 14, 15, 16. No, totally. So that's interesting. I wonder to discourage them or- I don't know. So if you're caught a little weird. over the age of 12 with a mask on, that's you're going intense. to jail or you're paying some money. That's intense. Um, And it's the same in Walnut, California that you, you can't have a mask on. I don't wow. know why. Yep. Okay. So in- I don't know how to say this city name, Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, trick-or-treating is illegal if it falls on a Sunday. Wow. What? I was like, how do they do that? Well, you know, I heard the other day from some other moms that some places are trying to legalize Halloween on the last Saturday of the month. I love that. Not even the 31st, the last Saturday of the month, depending. I love that idea. Because, you know, when it's a Tuesday night and you have to go to school the next day, it's just kind of crazy. Oh my God. I wonder if places are having success with that and how that how you even go about that but oh, that's that's a good idea oh i love that yeah, idea i know i just thought that was crazy i was that like, is crazy Whoa. a sunday that is really interesting yeah. um i wonder if it's like one of those really old like settlement laws that yes. when they were or super religious a very religious like, community yeah anyway um okay the next one is in hollywood california oh are you ready i yeah the specific quote of the law is you are not allowed to possess, use, sell, or distribute silly string. Oh, October 31st. <laughs> silly string, really? Oh my gosh. That's a bizarre law. That is really bizarre. Right? No, it is such a pain and it's such a mess. And it's like that fizzy, like you get like the little squirts and it's like wet and it's like, oh. Oh my gosh. But well, that's hilarious. It made me think, okay, what happened in Hollywood that led to led the making to, yeah, of law? No, seriously, illegal. Oh my gosh. Super bizarre law. That's crazy. The last one I have for you here is in the whole state of Alabama, you are not allowed to dress up as a clergy, a rabbi, a nun, pretty much a religious leader a, of any oh, type. Oh, yeah. Can, what about I, I that? Can re- I can kind of respect that. Like, it's so crazy how to re- like re- reinforce this. Like, could you imagine like policemen rolling around? Oh my gosh, there's a priest right. over there. You're under arrest. Like, right. that's crazy. Well, and I but, just don't know how I feel about government telling me what yeah, I can and can't wear. That's true. Kind of, especially religion and state there for sure. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I I I don't know. So anyway. But didn't you also say um there was one about a curfew too? Like there's oh, curfews. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of cur- like not to be trick or treating past a certain time. Yeah. yeah, totally. And I mean, I, again, I get that too. But like, that's I think interesting. It's a, I think it's around like noise and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um. No. When I was looking up weird laws, there's like. Most, I would say 80% of them are like a curfew. And yeah. even Emma over at the MomCast had shared there was a community trying to um, make a law for an age. Like you yeah. cannot trick or treat beyond the age of 11 or something yeah. like that. I think it was 14. And I was like, yeah. crazy. Oh my gosh. I know. Which I, I mean, I kind of get it. Because oh yeah, of course. There is nothing more than like, a, it, it is such a beat down because your little kids like you know they're excited and they're it's like, so excited it's dusk and like they're like coming up to the thing and then it's like nine o'clock before the teenagers come rolling start out. rolling in and you a group of I mean? seven 16 year olds rolling and, like, and you're like really? really do you feel like a loser right now I like, know it's kind of yes at that point I think you're watching scary movie with friends or yeah. you're doing haunted houses or you're or starting like, to go to parties or like man the candy yeah and have fun oh, with it oh kids love to do that my kids would almost rather do that 
that sometimes they totally. trick or treat. They think that's so cool. Like scare the crap out of the little kids. Yes, you know what I mean. Agreed. Right. Um, so fun. So anyway, okay. Well, those are th- great. I love that. Though. <laughs> it's so interesting. What it, it's so different everywhere you go. Weird enough, I found none in Arizona. So oh, that's. There's that. <laughs> we're just standard. <laughs> well, that's good. We're, we're just like right there in the middle. Yeah, exactly. That's great. All right. Well, like I told you, we have to hear your story about how you met your husband. I know. Halloween I was is, there. I know. You were totally there. Sarah and I have always loved Halloween. Yes. I, I love Halloween. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. we've talked. We have lots of funny traditions and stories. Haunted houses, her birthday. But we always had this one um, big costume party kind of for like... I don't know, the, just young people, yeah. you know, you know, college kids, church kids um, that we'd always go to. It was a big dance party. And, and so, what was it called? Where was the place? It was called Rockin' Our Ranch. <laughs> I think we might have even mentioned that recently. I don't know. Did we? I don't know. I feel like I mentioned it maybe. Oh, I don't um, think so. But yeah. Rockin' Our Ranch is this like little like Western town village. So where, cheesy. Yeah, yeah, venue that they'd rent out to hold the party at. So we had gone a few years before and... Um, it was like an annual thing. And actually, funny enough, this year I'd gotten my tonsils out probably, I don't even know, October 27th, 28th. And so here comes Halloween and I'm like still kind of on the mend. Oh my gosh, I, d- I forgot and that. I was like, no, we're going out. Like I have to. I probably like popped my painkillers yeah. in and was like, no, we're going. Was this? And I probably night? sounded something like this, still kind of hoarse and raspy back then. Was this the year you were a hippie? Yeah, I was oh, a hippie. Cute. You were disco i was like a 70s like retro 70s girl. retro yeah retro yeah. that's what yeah and our one other friend was with us she was a pirate and yeah no we were just excited we to were go. on the hunt on we the were out hunt to meet to some meet men. people and we met up with some other friends we love to dance so we totally. go to this big party and i i feel fine but i think it's so funny that i'm I know I talk about this every week, but my voice is still not quite recovered. And I probably honestly sounded kind of like this kind of hoarse. And um, we were dancing. I said, Sarah, I'm going to go get a drink. I go over to get a water bottle and they have this like trough of waters. And this guy was there. (laughs) We can't help but laugh because he was dressed up as like a construction worker. Um, But he was shirtless with just suspenders, you know, attached to his cut-off jean shorts. Super cut-off. Cut-off. Yeah, like we won't discuss how short those shorts were. (laughs) And he had a good body. I was like, okay. And he had... um, uh, what do we call it? Hard yeah. hat, a yes. hard hat, hel- like, you know, the working hat on with like a bandana and his boots. And he was just kind of on stand- his shirtless body, yeah. a bandana, <laughs> suspenders, so short dying. shorts and no shirt. And he was there. And I think I had just like grabbed the last water and he was like, oh, dang it. No more waters. I'm like, I think I like jokingly was like, I'll give you a drink of mine or something. He's like, no, no, no. And so we started talking. And honestly, off the top of my head, I cannot even remember what we talked about. Yeah. I do know I sat down. I was drinking the water. I was probably just like in and out on my, you know, no, I'm kidding. But I was like, I did say, oh, I just got my tonsils out. So I, you know, I'm done. Can't don't yeah, sound too yeah. And he and then I remember also asking him, and it obviously was my husband George. Here I am meeting him, never like through nobody. It was just by chance we started chatting. Yeah. It wasn't like we had no mutual friends that night. Started chatting, and I remember I did ask him, Oh, so do you have like Facebook? Because this is like <laughs> 2007. So Facebook is like life back then. And you know, you have to go like Facebook stalk yes. everybody. And he's like, No, I don't. And I was like, What? Who are you? Oh <laughs> my God. I'm like, Everybody has Facebook. Like, you need to get on Facebook, which speaks volumes to the person George is yeah. today. Yeah. No, it does. Oh my God. So just not into social media. Yes. So it's just cracking me up. So he did not have Facebook. I don't think I knew that part of the story that you asked him. Oh, but the best part is, Sarah, he went and set up an account like two weeks later. Not even, like a week later. He set up an account probably to go find me too. So, so funny. So he, um, so I'm like, we're chatting. And then I think like Sarah came around or his friend. No, actually I know his friend did, who was also a construction worker. His friend Shane came around. I was just like, hey, hey. And I was like, I, I think I was like, oh, I got to go find my friends. So right before I left, though, he did say, wait, can I like get your number? Aww. And that is like so not like me. And so like, again, spontaneous, like bizarre because I never like give my phone number to like kind of a stranger essentially yeah, yeah. that's just like I normally would like oh we got to talk or flirt or hang out or like whatever yeah. first and 
So I it, gave it to him. It was the outfit. It yeah, didn't work. I guess, right? Oh my gosh. And I, so I gave it to him and then we, we like split up and then I kind of saw him again on the dance floor. Yeah. No, I, I'm raising my hand because I have to tell you what I remember of this night. Okay. I yes. don't remember ever seeing George yes. at all. Yes. And then as we are leaving, you like being like, oh, there he is or something like that. And him coming over and you being like, this is, you were like party girl mode right now. Yes. This yes, George. Like blah, blah blah. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. I don't rem- I just remember seeing say- him for the first time there, and him yes. being like, "Hey, like, I don't yes." Know. Well, and so this is the thirty first. My birthday is November fourteenth, so I'm trying to remember exactly the span of time he called me. But he definitely waited on it for a minute. Like yeah. it was not the next day. He probably called me like ten days later. George, so, yeah, yeah. Because I can specifically remember be getting onto the one hundred and one on the freeway and listening to his voicemail and Stop being like, it. "Hey, this is." George Willis, we met the other night at the Halloween party. Like, uh, you know, love to see you, blah, 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 whatever. Was yeah. he just doing the right thing by I, like wrapping up the old relationship before he maybe pursued that, you? Maybe that or just maybe like that whole like, let's and let's not look desperate. Yeah, How yeah. long's too long? Like not too soon. Oh. So, and I remember my birthday was coming up and I think I just kind of casually threw out like, hey, we're going to go to Dave and Buster's. You want to come? And he didn't come. No. And so I was like, oh, he's like not interested. Okay, yeah. whatever. But he did ask me out like shortly after that when we went on our first date and, and it, it was went. like, yeah, oh, it just like went, went like perfect. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, this is something. George was on my couch for the next six months. <laughs> Every time I came <laughs> I home. Know, right? George, your, your third roommate here. No. no so I know it's, uh, yeah. And then oh. from there, we just like, we dated and we dated quick. Like we were like pretty exclusive within like three or four dates. Yeah. And it but was it just, all like, started on Halloween. Yeah. And it all started and then forever Halloween. We kind of like faded off, but like every Halloween, I used to get him like a card or something like little and be like, this is the day we met. Oh like, my gosh, I love So that. many moons ago. So follow up question. So he didn't text you first because texting was going on back then. Yeah, no, it definitely was. But no, he did not. He called and I didn't answer. And I don't know if that was purposeful or not. Like, oh, that oh, was sent it to class. I cannot, Lauren. I cannot remember. I really can't. But I remember listening to his voicemail so clearly and being like, oh my gosh, she called. Okay. Okay. So lessons we can take from this yes. <laughs> I know. Anybody dissect the dating here is don't be afraid to yeah. talk yeah face to face absolutely um number two it's okay to show a little skin guys I yeah yeah the boys oh my gosh <laughs> number three call the girl don't yes. text yes I loved that I did love that and yeah number four it's okay to just jump into it yeah and, no and I think also like as girls and boys who everybody just like put yourself out there like go absolutely. I mean sometimes it's like Halloween like you're getting home from work or school and you're just like ah but like Go have fun. Like, put yourself out there. Go do it. Like, you got to, like, yeah. we just, like, loved a good opportunity to go have fun and act crazy and dance and, and whatever. And don't be too cool. Yeah, I feel don't like, be too I cool feel for like it. now, and even our generation did this to a degree where it was, like, they were, like, too cool. Like, you didn't yeah. want to come yeah. off, like oh, you were excited to meet somebody or, or like excited like to dress up. Oh, let me just like put on like, like I'm a gonna hat be lame. some like, you know, a bandana. I'm dressed up. Right. Like, no, people committed back then and yeah. they were into it and we loved it and we all just like loved it together. I think it was like, it totally. wasn't, those parties were like big hits. Now they probably would so be fun. total like fizzle. I don't I know. Don't know. I hope they're still happening. Do you remember that other party at the hangar? Oh the, yeah, the airplane hangar. I mean, they like they did the dance party thing, and it was so fun. So, fun. and they were clean parties, like you know what I mean. Yeah. They were just people out having fun dancing. I mean, so not, fun, you loved know, it, getting crazy. So, oh uh, well, good old days. Love no, you guys. but thanks, guys. No, it was it was, and it is a special fun memory. And I have always loved Halloween, so it kind of makes it all the more fun. Yeah, so awesome. Um, and we 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 have to post a story of um his costume, your his costume, our costumes, yeah. like all of it. Oh, we have lots of. Pictures from that night. Yeah, I, I'd have to dig up some too. But yeah, absolutely, we can paint a picture for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> George. Okay. Well, let's get into the spooky part of the episode. Oh, I know. Um, tell me all I know about this is, in quotes, the stick story, the cane, the cane, the story. cane story, which essentially it is a stick. Okay. But like, um, I know nothing else. So yeah, we were talking like, oh, let's like share some like spooky stories and. I, I, it's funny. Personally, I have really never experienced anything too spooky, no, like either. creepy. Um, I'm grateful for that. But there have been a lot of people in my life that have had, in my life that have had like immediate kind of weird, um, yeah, I guess 
ghostly, spooky, bizarre experiences. Stop it. So this one is one that George, it kind of like rings true in George's family. Everyone kind of like loves to tell this around the campfire and it's just bizarre. So long story short, I'm going to, I know I'm long winded. I'm going to try to tell it like, you know, um, but paint the picture for us. I know George's oldest sister. She was engaged at the time to her husband, Ronnie and Lindsay and Ronnie had gone hiking in the superstition mountains. And oh, they're named that for yeah, a reason, you guys. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So they're out hiking and they find this cane just like in, they weren't even on the path. Like it was kind of, they had kind of gone off the path. A cane as in a walking stick? Yeah, kind of like a walking okay. stick. It was tall and it was very detailed engraved. George oh, says it was um, like almost, a Native American. Thing. Yeah, it almost. Yes, it kind of t- it could have been Indian. He kind of saw like a maybe a Mexican Spanish style to it. And it kind of had this face on the top of it. And it was very detailed. Whoa. So and it was off the like beaten path. They weren't on the trail at that time. They had kind of gone off to whatever. And they just had found it sitting there. And they're like, this is like really a, a, a intricate beautiful piece let's take it you know it's just kind of left there so they they take it and they're walking off the trail with it and they take it home so like they had it and they and Lindsay, i don't know just brought it home they kind of showed oh mom look at this and i don't even know just like sat behind the door in the closet whatever so it was just there and um and rex had thought it was really cool george's younger brother he's like oh that's really cool i like that so like um, Lida, his mother, I'm using all these names, but his mother, George's mom was like, this is like weird. I don't know. Okay. And she just didn't like get a great vibe from it, like, which is weird, but she just okay. had a weird feeling yeah. when this, when they showed it to her. So she's like, okay, whatever. So later, like a night or two within that, um, the next morning, George's dad comes downstairs and his mom was like, George, or Ron, tell George, tell the kids what what happened last night. He's like, no, no, no. And he's like, no, she's like, no, t- tell him. And I think it was like one or two of the boys were at breakfast. Yeah. And he says, well, it was just weird. I woke up and I could hear, it was like as if someone was, they have a two-story house. I could hear like running down the hall. And they just have like a short hallway. They have three bedrooms upstairs and a bathroom. And his he opened the door and no one was there. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah, so he heard like footsteps. It sounded like someone was running. And he even like, I think called out one of the boys' names like are you there what's going on and he and he got back into bed and then he heard it again as if someone was running back and forth in the hallway really fast Ooh, i even still get goosebumps it's weird Uh, and he goes and nobody was there it was like super weird lights were off no one was up nothing was going on but he like distinctly heard running in the hallway and their house is kind of an older house and just like even my second story you can hear footsteps on the staircase. It's totally. just that wood. It's like hollow. Kind of, my stairs even creak, and it's in not as old as their house. But right. so he heard it. So George. So I don't know. They thought it was weird. Lida saw that cane within that day or two and thought it just, I don't know, all the weirdness, kind of the weird vibe she was feeling. She's like, I'm getting rid of this thing. And she just threw it out into the trash can, right? Okay. So then th- that weekend, they go camping and George's younger brother, Rex, he couldn't go camping with the family because he had football practice. So he had to stay back and he stayed home alone. He was like a junior or senior at the time. Okay. So he stayed home alone. And he's coming home and he sees the cane in the garbage. And he was like, that's cool. What is mom doing? Like I could hunt with that, take that hiking, whatever. Why is she throwing it out? It's cool. Yeah. He brings it back into the house. So he was like, okay. Um, and he put it, I don't know, whatever, put it back in the house. So that night he's sitting on the couch in the family room. He's not upstairs. He's staying on the couch. He's watching TV, home alone, falls asleep. And he wakes up to the dog barking and the Dogs. their dog. And he's barking at the staircase. And, and their staircase isn't like my house where you can see the whole second floor. It's like your house where it goes up and you cannot see anything up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So listeners, you know what I mean? Like a hallway, a staircase, like it just kind of goes directly up. It doesn't show like the banister or the second floor. So he can't see up his stairs, but he, the dog in the middle of the night is just barking, barking, barking at the stairs. And their dog is like a very well-trained dog and he he responds to something and, fishy. And dogs totally have a second oh, sense. Oh, second sense. Oh, totally that oh. sense of like whatever. So he, he whatever, the dog's going crazy barking up the stairs. And um, and so he thought that was like really creepy. It kind of creeped him out. He calmed him down. He brought him in. He even thought maybe mom and dad had come home, like come up. He's like, mom, no one was up there. And so he's like, okay. So he goes, tries to go back to sleep. And then he kind of can't go back to sleep. And he's kind of like half in in there. And he hears 
running down the hallway back and forth like just the steps up on the stairs and I still get goosebumps with it because I just envision their house and it's funny because they just all tease that their house is like haunted and it's (gasps) weird for them to say that because it's like their childhood home but there's been enough kind of spooky things in that house for some of them that they are just like something's up and so Again, he's obviously freaked out. He hears footsteps and he doesn't even know what to do. Like, and even my uh, George was like, I, what does he do? Like, it's in the middle of the night. Does he drive away and go to his friend's house at three in the morning? Oh my god! So gosh. he somehow settles himself back down, falls asleep. And then the family comes home within the day or two and he tells them what happens. He's like, yeah, that's what I heard. And the mom, Lida, again, sorry, so many names. I probably shouldn't put names out there. But George's mom is like, it is this stick. I had a weird feeling the minute that thing came in my home, I tried to get rid of it. You brought it back in here no. and you had this weird experience. I, I don't know. Something is spooky, haunted, spirited with this stick. Get this thing out of here. They threw it out and it never happened again. Oh my so, god! I know so cheesy and so weird, but like it was two of them had like very distinct spooky things happen and they really felt like this like spirited stick from either Indian culture, oh Mexican, who even knows, maybe some freaky bandit out there in the the mountains, but they really felt like this thing brought in like a weird evil Spirits. spirit oh of some gosh. sort and they got rid of it and it was it was gone. Oh so. my gosh. Well, one of the shows that I just came off of watching, well, two actually, is Ghost Whisperer. Yes, you love that one. I love that one. I just watched it like in its totality and then I watched medium recently and both of them are like about spirit media yes yeah I, you I, know medium I, do I it's like Alison Dubois she's a medium and yes, she like I'm, can right. see spirits occasionally right. and like she can communicate with dead people essentially oh my gosh right and, oh my gosh it like sent me into this whole tailspin of like does this exist does is it this is right real right I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to go into it here, but like when you hear some stories like this, it's well, like, when oh I my hear gosh. the medium stuff, some of it, some of it has like been so true and hits home so close for people. I'm like, how could it not be? I know. I but think then it's probably the case of like there are a few, but then there are a lot who like oh for sure are fake and they ruin well, it. And it's weird because I do think like that veil of like the spirit world and spirits, good and bad, yeah. is is there in this in this life for people and like it's funny because George my husband he is way way more spooked by the idea of like a satanic demon like bad spirit like an evil spirit evil things yeah. happening where i am like way way more afraid of like someone breaking through my window oh, and killing totally. me tonight yeah. so it's like funny we have totally different fears like i've just but i've never also had like a weird spirit experience or a like feeling that. like that a bad feeling yeah. like my 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 experiences, I don't know, my demeanor just does not totally go there. And I don't know. But then I've known people um, to have one or two or three different, very weird, spiritual, dark, maybe bad, evil experiences that they've had to encounter. And it's been very oh, scary. That just makes my skin crawl. I know. It's just crazy. Oh, my gosh. Well, to segue into my story. Yeah. And then you're on the opposite end of my true fears. Oh. Very creepy real crime that can happen mine is very very real so i want to paint a picture well first of all good story well you know it's just a bizarre cheesy but creepy real story i mean they're very like when they tell it to you it's like you can't help but kind of get goosebumps at the idea of like something like that happening in your home fireside story oh my gosh yeah um okay so let me paint a little picture for you of the place where i grew up and i still call home and i go back Uh, there absolutely often my family still lives there um it's a small town in east texas called gilmer Gilmer, Texas, um, home of the Buckeyes. Gilmer, shout out to you. That's right. Um, I would say it's probably pushing 5,000 people. It might be more now. So you can actually really call Sarah a Gilmer girl. She yeah. will love that. Yeah. She'll claim that. She'll I take will. it. Totally. <laughs> um, but I would say like um, when I think of like creepy things in my life, like this is the number one thing that right. um, will always remain with me. So it's the unsolved mystery essentially of a girl named kelly wilson and kelly was from gilmer lived in gilmer her mom funny enough um worked with my mom every single day really yeah she was a nurse with my mother and they worked in the um, public health department they ran the office there on the highway and they saw each other every day her mom oh my gosh yeah so as the story goes, I'm going to tell you kind of what went down. Okay. okay. No, I'm um, It's a intrigued. crazy story where um, there's 
satanic cults brought into it where they were accused of like sacrificing Kelly and like all of these crazy things. I have heard stories or claims that like um, a serial killer might have gotten her. Like you never know, right? To this day, they have never found her body. Like it's oh a cold gosh. case. Essentially. Yes. Okay. All right. So the year is 1992. It's January 5th, 1992, and Kelly worked. So our our town has a town square, okay? So think of like Back to the Future, where there's the courthouse in the middle, the clock on the courthouse, and then there's businesses surrounding yes, the courthouse. right. That's my town. Like as idyllic as you can imagine, oh right? Oh my gosh, You cute. have the, the local church on the corner. You have like your hamburger place, your shoe shop, like the florist. Like it's like... It's like Gilmore Girls. Yes. It right. is. It's just the town square, everything. It's just got a southern twain to it. You know yes. what I mean? And then the courthouse is there in the middle. Okay, well, Kelly was working at the video store. Remember those? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Blockbuster and right? all those. Yeah. It wasn't Blockbuster. It was a local video store, and she was like the girl who checked you out, right? Right. Um, so last time she was ever seen was... Um, that night after she was closing up the store, she went to go make the bank deposit. Okay. Um, there, keep in mind it's 1992. So there is security footage of her from the bank driving her car and making the deposit, but it's really grainy and they're not able to tell for sure if it was her. And then second, they're not able to determine if there was a second person in the car. It looks like there could have been. Uh. Okay. So funny enough, after she doesn't come home that evening, her stepfather goes to the square, goes and tries to find her to look, and he finds her car, okay? Mm-hmm. Her car is locked, mm-hmm. tires are slashed. Oh my gosh. And all of her personal belongings are in the car, but the keys are missing. Okay. 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 And she's gone. Okay. Again, keep in mind it's 1992 in a small Texas town. DNA forensics was like not what it is today. I think a lot could have been done that wasn't, right. or they just didn't know about yeah, at right, that time. Right. Um, that, you know, they could have done probably more forensic type stuff. So anyway, after well, let me let me start off by saying um there was a police sergeant, James Brown, who was put on the case. And from what I understand, he was like your your like ideal policeman he like dedicated his life and career pretty much to trying to find out what happened to kelly and funny enough he ends up being indicted for her murder as part of this story no i'll get there what crazy okay so we come to the fact where she's like found missing um they hundreds of volunteers are sent out like across the town the county they're looking in the backwoods so east texas is very like forest and trees it's not at all what you might think of like texas to be like it's very green and lush there's lakes and ponds and like pretty much right. like a nightmare when it comes to something right. like just this. having to find every inch of like yeah oh my forest gosh. like and- i can see how there's just not enough people to cover the square footage i mean oh my gosh you know what i mean so i mean manhunts were out everybody was looking for her i can remember i was only seven years old how old were you are you seeing this on the news yeah i was seven years old (gasps) at the time and i can remember to this day the the poster that was everywhere it was a flyer that was all over the town and it was black and white and up top it said missing and then it was i think it said her name under it and then it had like you know her details and stuff with her picture i can remember so vividly seeing those flyers everywhere wow. okay yes and then i would just say it was just such a hysteria so keep in mind it's a small town somebody goes missing like it's one of your own you yeah. know what i mean well and you're just there's not many of you so it's like you just are in a, a panic is yeah. it it's is so crazy and so i just feel like the whole thing became such a i don't want to say personal like, like yeah it did and then I don't know how to describe it. It was such a a panic and like a mania that kind of came over right. the town. So right. the police started searching. They She had a boyfriend that apparently had a temper. Um, they ended up ruling him out. I don't know. And he had a friend. Long story short, long story short, the, the local police were not really getting anywhere. So they had a um, outside um, district attorney come in to investigate the um 
investigate the case. And he started going down a path of um, these, of this supposed cult. Okay. He started getting word that there was like this backwoods family. And I remember it. I'm not going to say the name of the family because I mean, right. I don't want to okay. do that. Okay. But anyway, he starts going down the path of this cult being responsible for her death. Okay. And I would, I do remember that and just the hysteria of Satan and sacrifices. Well, and, and like, just the fear that it could happen again or oh someone else would be taken or like, that's just got to be so scary. It was so crazy. So like I said, long story short, the original sergeant who was investigating the case, he gets lumped into this whole thing. Really? A supposed alleged member of oh the my cult. Gosh, right? And he gets indicted. He he was later cleared and as all of them were actually, but it's just like the most bizarre, creepy, spine tingling thing like that has ever ran through my town. And honestly, it's just like super heartbreaking because knowing her mom, I can still remember seeing her mom occasionally. And I remember like, obviously the heartbreak and like devastation that came over her. Oh, not knowing. And I'm not knowing. And I've said to you a thousand times, like that is my worst fear in life is like something happening to my child and just not knowing. Oh, what the the, the worst nightmare possible. Like I just can't even, I can't even imagine. So, so anyway, it's just a really crazy story. If you're interested, go read about it. I don't have time to tell you like all the details about it, but there's theories that like she was like caught and took taken into like sex trafficking. I hate to say that, but oh I've heard that gosh. out there. I've heard that she might have been like the victim of a random serial killer who was like active. I, I mean, the would time. they have any reason to think she'd run away or anything? No, I, they no. ruled that out. No, no, it was. And there was just a lot of like suspicious things that I guess happened, like with her car and her personal goods, the keys being gone. Yes. Like there was it just had a lot of foul like, play. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of like really weird things. And then I have oh to read you gosh. this. So when I was like, I was, you know, freshening up on the details of the case, I have to tell you. So there's an old, um, there's an old police sergeant or police officer who was involved in the case. Um, and in one of the local news articles, they wrote in an article about her 20th anniversary of her going missing. Oh, yes. He says, so it says a former law enforcement officer who's now retired and asked to not be identified said, um, we never worked harder on any case than we did on that one. And he says this, three people know what happened to Kelly Wilson and two of them are still alive. I don't know. He didn't identify who they were. So I don't know what that means. Like well, maybe meaning Kelly and the person that took her or like, I don't meaning know. like two or maybe other... he feels like he knows who did it and they're, they never went to prison. They never got caught. Right. I don't know. Funny enough. I do know that her boyfriend who was a main suspect. Okay. There was, um, he ended up dying of cancer like later oh, in wow. life. So uh-huh. I don't know if that's what he's talking about. Like three people and one of them is dead. Yes. I don't know if he's talking about that. Um, but yeah, it's it's a crazy story and something that still like lives on in the like oh, yeah. minds of the people who oh, grew up course. there. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Wow. It's just like, oh, you oh. got to go read about it. It's Kelly Wilson. God bless her parents. Like, Oh I, my gosh, I absolutely. And really it is like, it's funny growing up there really like God and football are like, of everything. course. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I feel like it, it really was like almost a hysteria when the cult thing got brought into yes, it and right. the Satan worship and stuff, because to, to people who are so God fearing and like Christian oh my gosh, people, like right. that's the ultimate, oh, like worse. Yes. Ultimate worst evil case. Yeah. that's out there. You yeah. know what I Like somebody who would kill on behalf of Satan, like that is the ultimate. And so anyway, w- I mean, anytime oh I see like a serial killer movie or anytime I see anything like that, I always think of Kelly and I just, I don't know. I pray it's not the end of her story. I pray that like there's some miracle cold case forensics that can be done sometime. How old was she when she went missing? She was 17. 17. So in high school. Okay. She was 17. She was like blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, like just your all American girl. Absolutely. I mean, she probably had her, you know, wild days or whatever, right, but who right. didn't? And oh like, Oh my gosh. I know. Just heartbreaking. And can you and believe? Anything, well, 
No, I was just going to say, and can you believe it like happened in my little town? Well, in your little town. And that's uh, uh, so many things because it's like when it is such like a personal, when it's such a tight community, you just feel like it could have been any one of us. And how? what if it happens again? You're almost like you keep the kids inside. You just don't know until things are totally. finalized and someone's caught. You almost are like, is someone out for my kids, my us, what's going on? Oh my god! So it is like a fear that just like, and there's only been a few times where I felt, uh, not a few times, there's really only, I just remember, and this is just like a minor thing, but we had a thing called the baseline killer. You were in college oh and that was my going gosh, on. Yes. But there were so many frequent things of it happening. And we live in a huge metro city, but it was almost like, it had happened multiple times. Like you would almost never know. It could happen to you. Like it could get you. You oh could gosh. be driving on that road. And it was almost like, don't drive on that road. Hey, don't go out at past seven o'clock. Just heaven forbid something. It's like weird. Um, it's a weird feeling. You left me alone in my dorm room when Did the baseline I? killer was active. Did I? And yes. we were close to baseline where we lived in Tempe. Yes. Very and close. I can remember being by myself in our apartment when he was active. Funny where enough. did I go? I don't know. You must have been on break or something. Or I Like got I went back. out of town? I don't, yeah, I was alone. I remember being so freaked out because the story with the baseline killer was he was going to car washes. Do you remember? Yes. He was yes. going to car washes and like a, abducting and killing people at well, the but, car washes. But don't you also remember he would, he would sit in, in, he would sit in the trunk and shoot from the car. Was that him? Yes. Are that, we talking about different people? No, I remember the car wash thing too. But I, don't I think I, I know what you're talking but, about. But it the was I-10. All around that the was the I-10 t- killer. Okay. No, they're right. two different you're ones. Right. You're right. Two different ones. He was the car wash one. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, yep. Oh, oh my gosh. I thought, you just... were gonna, I thought you were going to talk about the story where the woman snuck in through the garage door and killed the people in the, the bed in Mesa. Oh, oh, but they didn't die. Remember? They, they didn't die. Not? Yes. And that's a, no, oh, the that one story, like, not, it's not a woman. It was a man. And he came in through the the garage. Just remember, make sure your garage door closes. <gasps> like it was, some, you know, a broom had fallen or something and it bounced back up and they had gotten into bed. And this is actually a close friend's brother who had, had a, ended up happening to. We had become friends later, but I'd heard this story happen in Mesa and he went through the um, garage and he was on drugs, crazy person, oh. and went in the kitchen and got a knife, went in the bedroom and just started stabbing the husband for the no dad, reason. No apparent uh, my reason. My friend's brother. And just because he was on drugs, wanted money, wanted just out of his mind, out of his mind. And the wife ran into the bathroom, called the police by a miracle. He He's okay. And he actually goes oh around speaking gosh. about his experience and- um, woman called and I don't even know I think he was able to get him off of him but at this point he'd been stabbed like 10-15 times like crazy <gasps> and he survived and it was like and she's actually crazy enough to she had a very spiritual experience she did she felt like she said and I don't want to put words I don't know but like she saw him glowing white when it was hap- like uh, uh, even though he was covered in blood what? he was like glowing white and yeah, there's like kind of like a spiritual like asp- medium stuff. A spiritual story that happened Ghost with it. Yeah, stuff. I know. And of course that guy totally got caught. Thank the Lord. Oh, but my those gosh. are the stories that just make me like cr- terrifying. Like you said, it's the real life. It's terrifying. True crime stuff it's terrifying. Just, oh my gosh. Does oh my in. gosh. Absolutely. And and crime happens every day. Oh and my gosh. You just well, have to be so I so careful. I looked up when I was researching the Kelly stuff, like refreshing my memory. There are two thousand active serial killers in the US right now. And serial killer is such a strong term. Well, okay. Because that means how they classify. No, how the FBI classifies that is more than two killer killings. Yes. Spaced out. So there has to be a space of time. Right. But two separate happenings. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yes. Oh my gosh. That is terrifying. Well, it is creepy and it's not. Like when you think about all the gang members and all of like the the street crime that happens. Well, and you, and I, and and I, I like somehow find comfort in when I find it's like intentional. It's like the crazy ex boyfriend or something. But when it is random, Mm. oh. I know. <laughs> I know. It is just like the Sorry. craziest. No, oh, you're totally fine. so scary. Well, crazy weird episode. Sorry. But we just thought we would do like Halloween edition. I know. And like, I, I, man, there's nothing crazier. I mean, scarier than that. And I mean, 
on a side note, have you really quick seen any good scary movies in the last few years? I, talking about scary. If I'm being honest, like I feel like I don't see many movies, period. I know. What has I, happened to us? We I were know. like the movie junkies, you guys. There was a movie out. We saw it like till we were like 25 and then it's so changed. It's so true. And I feel like if I don't catch it in the theater, like I'm not seeing it for sure. Like we are not the couple who's sitting at home watching Netflix on well, Saturday it, night. It, it's so true. Like we've gotten old where it's like my husband falls asleep in the first 20 minutes and yeah. it's like, dang it, like this, I want to see this, but no. we just don't last. Totally. So like, it's like not as, I don't know. I feel like there's a few TV shows maybe or like yeah. series. I don't know, but I try and steer clear of that stuff because it does stick with me. Like, yeah. and I have yeah. to be careful with right. Like, you just don't want to being freaked out. Right. Honestly. We're parents now and our like brains just work a little yeah. differently. Yeah. I do. I, Excuse me. I do still love like a good Dateline and I do love a good SVU case or something. But like, I, I mean, it doesn't phase me quite as hard as you, but like. I'll tell you the last thing that like made my skin crawl, like honestly, was I watched the special. It was like CBS special or something documentary style on Charles Manson. Oh, and yeah. Like, that was out his, recently. His kind of has like a Satan, like. Oh, very. Cultish very. The it. cult. And yeah. I can remember watching that and just feeling like. Oh, so creeped out. Dark. Well, and Ted Bundy, we've talked Ted Bundy yeah, a few Ted times. Bundy's His was like different. He is because like, he was more like appealing and charming, and but, he was just a killer. Like, yes, I feel like the Manson thing. They were like possessed, like not possessed, but brainwashed, very, dark, very freaky, creepy people. Freaky, yeah, just creepy. Yeah, like, they had these dead sure. looks on their faces, and like like no emotion at all. And I feel like way different than when you're watching the Bundy tapes. Yes. Like he agreed. at least is like a psychopath to where he's able to fake it. You yes, know? True. Like when you're watching these Manson girls like holding these guns, they have these videos of them back in the 70s where they're holding these knives and guns and like talking to the camera. And it's so... Yeah, spine chilling. It really is. Disturbing. How, it's just at, disturbing. Oh my gosh. And then when you, so funny, weird enough, again, another weird thing I have, my great aunt taught Tex Watson, who was the guy who killed, um, d- performed the murders of the actress. Um, oh my gosh, what's her name? The actress. Oh, the one that was killed. just in the movie? Yes. Oh my what gosh. What was her name? It. I can't remember. But anyway, he was from Dallas. His name they called him Tex for that reason. That wasn't his real name. But my great aunt taught him English in Dallas. As and like an elementary high school? No, as a high schooler. And, and then and he went on to be the killer? He went on to be Tex Watson, who murdered Oh my gosh. Sharon? Sharon Tate. Tate. Sharon Tate. He went on to be Tex Watson, who murdered Sharon Tate. And so, and I remember her saying like, oh, he was a sweet kid. <laughs> like they isn't always say, that, right? Isn't that just, cr- oh, oh, but it's creepy. Like creepy. So creepy. Um, anyway. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's flip this around. Oh my gosh. Um, right. Enough like creepy, but funny enough, I have gotten into the true crime podcast lately. Awesome. And I'm like, I'm deep. Into That's the all true Georgia. Crime. Like, well, no, Georgia listens to a lot of, but I feel like all these like cold, cold is yeah. one you need to check out because. George loved that one. It was on the Powell cases. Yeah. And case, I love Crime and, Junkie. Yeah. And all, the, yes, I, I yeah. love a good mystery. I oh, guess. it's just like something weird about us that humans that well, we are I guess fascinated yes, we by. Can't, it. Yeah. We're fascinated by such a like weird, disturbed, topic. like bizarre situation. Because I think it's that the good, like good people, I feel like it's that we really just can't imagine ourselves. We can't ever. comprehend what yeah. the, the, this, how this happens. It's kind of dumbfounding in yeah, a way of like, absolutely. How, do, how do people do this? Like, for right. example, I just listened to the one on Scott Peterson and like thinking like, how, how could he do that to his wife and unborn son? Like, right. how, you right. know? It's just, oh, so I, I think know. it is like that fascination with like, I don't, I don't get it. Right. Trying to figure it out. Trying to figure that out. I know. So, okay. Well, we're coming up on time. So we did want to talk just with all the Halloween craziness and the madness. Um, I told Lauren, I had a funny experience last night. We went to our Halloween, like fall festival Mm -hmm. and I found myself getting like crazy with like spraying the hair red and getting the makeup perfect and like wanting to take all these cute pose, like before they get all sweaty and messed up. Yeah, (laughs) no, totally. And I feel like there was this moment when I was there at the fall festival and I'm like beating my kids down with pictures. Yeah. Right. They were just like, mom, like, come on, I want to go do the best. Yeah, I want to go play. And I had this like moment of like, 
yeah, put your phone away, Sarah. Like, let's I let's know. be real and let's like enjoy it and let them go bounce. No more pictures. Like, let's be done. And don't get me wrong, I videoed here and there, but like, I I felt like whatever. I had this moment where it was like, yeah, I need to like check myself a little bit and just enjoy the moment. I feel like well, we I get- feel like there's this fine line, and sometimes I'm literally sitting in it. Like, which one do I do? Like, if it's a moment, a, a memory, experience where part of me wants to video it, picture it, take pictures and capture it so I can save it. Right. But then there is a part of you not experiencing it. Like I find myself like with the dance recital. Yes. I'm videoing it, trying to get on the camera, but then I'm not like actually seeing her dance. you're watching the screen. And I, so I'm like, sometimes I'm like, wait, no, I should put this down and watch her. No, but I want to be able to see this and show it to her. And I want to have this forever. And so there's this weird fine line of like, totally. you want to capture it, but then there's, it's so important to just like experience it yeah. and be there and like feel it and like see it and feel the excitement, emotion with it instead of looking at that little yeah. freaking screen I know. that consumes all of us. It's so, so true. So I, I know there is that balance and it's you got to so find it. So I just wanted to say to all of you out there, if you're at all stressing about you know, they they were eating pizza and got pizza sauce on their costumes. On their costumes, or, I know, I right? Mean, like, I keep being like, don't smell. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, but it you, is. If just, you lost your mask or if like whatever, they want to take stress. their if they want to take their wig off yeah. halfway through. You just got to be like, okay, let them whatever they're comfortable in. Let exactly. them have fun. Let so, them be little. I guess it's just a message to to the moms, and I'm so guilty. Oh, and that's why I'm saying I, like, we all are. We I, all are. Yeah. I caught myself in the moment, like slapping myself, being like, no, just. Be let, in the moment and yeah enjoy it. let them experience it have fun we're so excited you Don't guys have it. a fun safe halloween yeah. it's gonna be such a fun week it is a fun week it's a little stress like it's I, a busy week I so much stressful i feel like my kids are already overly tired i know going into a busy week going yeah. into it and what i mean by that is like we've already had two halloween events yeah and we've already gotten the candy and we've already gotten that's why i feel good about that weekend law that you were talking about yeah like let's just wait for a weekend like yes like, and party it out day. for two like, or three days and be done i feel like that's the problem with halloween is like it lands on a weird weekday and then people start filling up the weekend oh yeah it's you 10 days I mean? out of parties oh, and stuff beating yeah and we, totally and we do it to ourselves no absolutely don't get me wrong but like i feel like they are it's already, just a lot of stuff yeah they're already done to yeah. some degree and yeah. we haven't even gotten there yet. there's so much stuff and try not to overbook yourself try not to overdo it yeah. because for me the last few weeks the 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 latter half of October has been crazy for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. We've had a family wedding. We've had Halloween. We've had our church program. We've had school um, football. We have school, the school stuff. So it just piled on really thick this last few weeks. And I'm like, I'm not going to do them. I, I literally have already told myself, do not do this to myself for Christmas. Oh, like I, pace myself. And like, I already do told not. you buckle up because it's going to It get just gets worse. worse. I, I actually feel like November is going to be... Sp- normal okay (laughs) mild but december gets just buck wild and i just have to be like take it in stride be careful not too much totally and we are so bad at that we are so bad oh my gosh um okay well let's wrap up with our our hits and misses um tell me what your hit is for the week well my hit is just piggybacking on that i it was by default i try to volunteer Again, I do it to myself, but I just like want to be there for the kids on their like holiday parties. And so my kids school does it the Friday. Speaking of weekends, they do it the Friday before the holiday. They don't do it like the day of. I think same thing. They just don't want them to be so fired up and it just throws the rest of the week off. Yeah. So they do it on the Friday, which is fine, I guess. So anyways, I split up my three kids into three holidays and Emmett, my my seven-year-old first grader had me for Halloween and they'll have Christmas and Valentine's. So, and I ended up being chair. I think it was like of the Halloween party. I didn't really plan to do that. I think I like had signed up and then it fell on that. Yeah. So yeah, totally. I planned the whole party and drug on for a few days, but it went great. You rocked it. I got it done. It was fine. So totally. it was fine. Oh my I gosh. hit it. You hit it hard and you hit it good. You did well, games thanks. and all of it. You uh, showed up in costume, girlfriend. I, well, I wore a fun hat and 
you know, well done. I loved it. I got a picture. Um, Okay. Well, my hit was my first time going to a thrift store. Well, that first time. Yes. Not my first time. I've like obviously been to a thrift store to like look for a Halloween costume or something or for like an ugly sweater party or something. But like (laughs) this was my first time like going for a haul, you know what I mean? Oh, totally. And I went to go find like party supplies for a party, you know, the witch's party that we're doing. And oh my gosh, I was just like, in heaven i'm not even kidding i was blown away by the stuff i found well and i just like to kind of dip into a thrift store here and there i i i'm I'm definitely not ashamed of it i will just go in there and be like what can i find and sometimes i find a darling gap dress for my daughter for four bucks and sometimes i find brand new roller skates for six bucks and you can just find these gems that you're just so excited about oh my gosh i came home i'm not even kidding my tahoe Seats down in the back that was is, loaded. That is so funny. I think I bought like 50 books, like beautiful, hardbound, pretty, pretty books. I bought so much crap, you guys. I'm not even kidding. My husband was so annoyed. That is so funny. He was like, are you for real right now? What are you doing? So anyway. Yeah, you can find funny. treasures yeah. for sure. Okay, tell me your hit or your miss. Your My miss, miss it, it actually kind of goes with the Halloween party thing. So Evelyn, I wasn't in her room, but I just kind of dipped into her room last second to be like, how was it? Fun. And so she really wanted to take the bus home. I thought I'd bring her home. So she's like, mom, will you take, and what their party majority of it consisted of was making these gingerbread haunted houses that were darling yeah she had made this cute thing it was this cute little haunted don't even tell me so i she's like mom will you carry it home for me so i don't have to take it on the bus and i'm like sure 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 okay she wants to take the bus i'll see you there whatever okay so i'm walking along and i don't even know i had one thing in my arm i was holding it i turned no and the whole thing i was still at the school the whole thing toppled right over and (gasps) smashed on the floor and i just felt so terrible because that was like their party they didn't do like games they like crafted this thing for 30 40 minutes and it was so cute and she wanted to probably put it on the counter and look at it all week i didn't know if she was gonna like eat it or just like look at it so i am just like so flustered i felt so bad i picked up the pieces i ran home with emmett i'm like i can super i can glue gun this really fast together and then i'm like but wait maybe she just wanted to eat it anyways maybe i shouldn't glue gun it yet so i waited till she got home and she was super disappointed but i'm like are you gonna eat it or i'll put it back together for you and she's like well, I wanted to look at it for a minute. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's put it back together. So we tried. And then she kind of ate. I oh. I just felt so bad. Oh. Mom fail. Mom I felt so bad. Oh. oh, that's horrible. Well, mine is, uh, how many of my misses are going to occur at Target? That's all I want to ask. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. A lot. Yeah, yes, we must, probably. Like, I have my worst parenting moments in Target. And I don't even, and I mean like me losing my crap on my kids in Target. What happened? No, it's nothing weird or random, but it was literally just like, I, I, ne- just, you I needed to out. run into Target. Yes. You know, I need to grab X, Y, and Z. Like, why can we just not keep our crap together for the 20 well, minutes? Are I you grabbing be- X, Y, and Z? Drive up. Do the drive up. I know. If it's not fresh, you can drive up for anything. No, that's my point. It, you can't drive up for the stuff I was, or for a couple things. What I, was it? If a, it was like apples, then yes, you no, can't. But a, I had a return to do. Okay. So I had yes. to go in the store anyway. And then there was like something on my list that wasn't available for drive up for Dang some it. Anyway, Ugh. literally, I just found myself having a come to Jesus meeting in the boys clothing section with Kate and Landon, my older two, just looking them in the eye saying, why? Like, guys, keep it together. Stop touching. Why? It's just like they have to touch everything. And like, it's like, I, oh my gosh, Lauren, I was just going crazy. Like I needed to get in and out and it took so long. I'm just screaming at them the whole time. Oh my Luke gosh, totally. loses his crap. He found a Mario lunchbox that he was like determined to take home. Okay. Oh, when no. I tried to take Mario away <laughs> from him, you would have thought I cut off his left toe. Like I'm not even kidding. So did screaming. you buy it? No, I didn't. <laughs> good it for like you. It was like $20. Good for you. That's good. But I, when I got outside, I ended up spanking him, which I never spank my children. I really don't. Yeah. And I, I know. I just kind of lost oh, it. Because he had sure. been screaming in the store for 15 minutes, screaming. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And I got in the parking lot and I like swatted him and I saw other people looking at me. And immediately I'm like, oh, why did I just do that? But I just like lost it on him and i'm like why why do i have to well, do this honestly, to myself well honestly i honestly like 
avoid going to the store with my children at all costs. I'm going like to I would rather go at 10 p.m. at night by myself or like I don't even know, like run in and out for four minutes before the bus gets here than have to take more than one child at the store. Truly. I like, I, like I've gotten to a point I just, I don't, I can't. I can do it most times, but there are times where like, man, the stars align and like, they it's just all undone and like, we just can't get through it. And yeah, I'm literally, it can be so hard. I'm literally just at my wits end by the end of it. And I feel horrible and bad. And yeah, I'm no, abs- of course, of oh, course. Ugh, mom guilt. Okay, so that was my hit. Freaking Target. Your miss. Love you, hate you. <laughs> I know, love you, hate you, for sure. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. Well, probably Probably the most random episode. Well, not the most well, random. Well, no, it was our it was fine chilling episode. It was. We hope you all have a really happy Halloween. We will yes. be back next Monday with a fresh episode. Um, like we said, give us a follow or a um, yeah, a follow on social. We are at the Mom Voice Podcast. And um, subscribe to us and leave us a rating and review. Absolutely. Pass us on to your friends and um, help us get down. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.